Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental. Keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. And good day, everyone. Welcome to the Chris O Show on 88.7 FM, The Bay, or on MuskokaUnlimited.com, because we will be sharing this show for sure. We have a very special guest, wonderful lady, Diana Piquette, chair of Safe Quiet Lakes. And Diana, welcome. Thank you, Chris. Nice to see you. And so I reached out to Diana because I've known about Safe Quiet Lakes for a while in my many media, you know, ventures. Um, and they're doing some really cool work about, you know, protecting the waterways, protecting the shorelines, um, teaching respect for each other and and respect in boating and boating awareness and safe boating and all those good things that we should all be really following as people on our lakes. So Diana, we'll get into a little bit about uh, just let anyone who doesn't know uh, about what Safe Quiet Lakes is and does. Okay. Uh, well, Safe Quiet Lakes, from uh, start with our mission statement, uh, yes. our mission is to promote safe and quiet waterways and respectful boating. <laughs> and um, sort of as a backgrounder, we're uh, a little bit over 10 years plus as an organization. We're data-driven. So over the last 10 years, we've conducted three large surveys on lakeside issues. Mm-hmm. Um, our latest survey, which uh, was last year, we had over 6,000 respondents. That made us uh, the largest lake survey in North America and the only one that has been consistently doing this over the last 10 years. And in each of those surveys, um, people talk about their experience on the lake, what's important to them. And the number one thing that is important to people is feeling that they can really enjoy nature, enjoying nature, you know, whether it's sitting on the dock, watching the sunset or going for a swim or, you know, all sorts of things, including uh, boating activities, but always with an eye to, um, I guess, be respectful. And the number one issue that people have as a concern to that safety and enjoyment is um, excessive wakes. Yes. Gotcha. And, and so I know that there's some, some, a lot of discussion about wakes and, and how can we, how can we kind of help people understand, okay, when you're doing this, it causes excessive wake. If you're doing something too close to the shoreline, it can be damaging to the shoreline, which is protecting the environment. Um, So how are some of the ways that you're able to say, okay, we've got, we've got data, we've done our studies. This is fact-based information. We're not just making this up or being NIMBYs or any of that stuff, which people will get accused of anytime you tell someone what they can and can't mm-hmm. do or what you suggest that someone they can and can't do. Uh, we've got to be careful with our wording here. <laughs> and, um, so how are some of the ways that you get your awareness out to let people know, Hey, here's some of the stuff we've learned and we're sharing it with you. Okay. So we have uh, three pillars in terms of, of what we do. One of them is around education and awareness. Mm-hmm. So that's taking um, the information that we know from independent research, from anecdotal mm-hmm. um, um, information, and creating campaigns that that share that with um, cottagers, with uh, people on the lake. And 
The number two pillar is around advocacy. So we join with other organizations mm-hmm. and try to look at legislative solutions um, that can also help with the problem. And the third one is that we have a lot of stakeholders. We work collaboratively with everybody in the community. So uh, lake associations mm-hmm. uh, across uh, Ontario are big partners, municipality uh um, offices, um, the OPP, Marine yep. Division, um, and Transport Canada. So collaboratively with our partners, we try to get that message out. We have a number of campaigns that we've been doing around wakes. Uh, we collaborated with uh, Federation of Cottage Associations and Muskoka Lake Associations nice. to create a, a really cool video on um, being wake aware, i.e. where you should be enjoying your fun when you're, you know, towing on the waters so that it doesn't, you know, sort of interfere with something that somebody else wants to do on the water. But it was received really well because um, it's it's a very positive statement that says, you know, enjoy the water. I mean, there's nothing that says happiness on the lake to me than, you know, hearing kids laugh as they're being yeah. towed, you know, yeah, by exactly. a boat. And so uh, we all want to enjoy the water, but we just want to do it in a way that we can we can each enjoy our own sport and, and not yeah, sort of yeah. bump into each other. And that's totally fair. And I love what you said about hearing the laughter of kids being towed. It's not about saying, no, you can't do something. Mm-hmm. It's about when you're doing it, you, like, and that's why I love that hashtag, be wake aware, hashtag, hashtag be wake aware, uh, which, I, which was really catchy. And I thought yeah. that was great. So great. it's just basically saying, Hey, you know what? Don't do it too close to the shoreline. Recognize that if you're causing excessive wakes near docks and where people are canoeing or or boating or whatnot, you're going to negatively affect somebody else's experience. So we're not saying don't do something, Mm -hmm. but hey, do it in the middle of the lake. Go to a big lake. Do it where there's, you know, you can do it safely and not and and everybody else can still enjoy the lake the way they want to enjoy it. And that's kind of the message I'm Mm -hmm. getting, right? That's awesome. Now, I did want to bring up the the whole um, safety thing, because you guys do a lot of safety stuff. We do, yes. Right? And uh, I know uh, you work with Muskoka Lakes Association, other lake associations here. I know you work with uh, the Federation of Ontario Cottage Associations, FOCA for short, F-O-C-A mm-hmm. for short. Um and so what's, I know you said you, there's a, some good response, but do they like get involved and come to meetings with you? Do you guys have meetings? How does that kind of play out? Um, we keep connected through, um, I guess, one-on-one meetings with uh, the executive mm-hmm. by being involved in each other's AGMs. Nice. We, uh, Safe Quiet Lakes holds an annual stakeholder meeting. Nice. So we do that in the fall and each of these organizations are invited and we usually tackle key issues we bring in speakers. So for example, <clears throat> last year's uh, stakeholder meeting, we had some uh, interesting research on wakes presented by uh, Dr. Chris Hauser mm-hmm. from University of Windsor. Yep. Um, we had Jasmine from Wakeboard Ski Canada speaking about what they're doing as a as a group, as an association to promote safe and respectful uh, towing and, awesome. and other sports. And, um, and then we had discussion points on what we wanted to do as a community to move this forward. So, so those kind of meetings really go a long way in keeping everybody on, you know, the, the the same sort of, uh, guide. And as I said, we, we have one-on-one meetings when we work specifically on certain campaigns with them. Awesome. Awesome. And now I know that, uh, and, and that was a good lead in because you talked about, you know, working with, uh, Wake and Ski Canada and, and Dr. Chris Hauser, um, the 
Do you do a lot of advocacy? Like, you know, you talked about working with municipalities. Are you like going to meetings? Do you go talk to the districts, the province and like, and, and, and become, be an advocate for, for all this messaging? We do. We do actually, that is a a big pillar of what we do. So from an advocacy point of view, uh, a couple of things, Uh, one, we created uh, a decibel coalition, Uh, all rules around the waterways are controlled federally. They're all federally uh, controlled. So, um, we put together an organization, a coalition around decibel limits for boat engine noise. Okay. So we had over 65 organizations representing um, more than 95,000 uh, lakefront um, communities yeah. and, and people. And uh, we spoke with Transport Canada through their uh, consultation on Gazette 1 and Gazette 2 yep. and collaboratively came up with a solution that we're all very happy about. Okay. It, it has not passed through legislation yet, but when it does, what is proposed is for us to be consistent with decibel limits in the United States and in the EU. So that okay. will make Canada consistent with that. Um that is uh, one of the areas around advocacy. Um, I, I have been invited uh, on behalf of Safe Quiet Lakes mm-hmm. to sit on the Transport Canada Recreational Boating Advisory Council. Nice. Yeah. And in those meetings, there's a lot of different issues that we hear about sort of at the beginning of them being an issue. Yeah. Um, one of the, the the issues that Transport Canada is considering right now, they've just completed Gazette 1, mm-hmm. is on creating a VOR, which is a vessel uh, regulation that will separate wake surfing from other towing sports. Okay. So what, and it's actually really exciting because uh, in the U S they've been struggling with that and they don't, they do it state by state, Yes. but they've been trying to create different speeds and limits from shore for surfing boats compared to other boats. And, ah. and, and the reason is when most of these rules were created, um, there were, there were no boats that big, that no. powerful that could <laughs> generate true. those true. kind of waves. <laughs> and so, you know, when they're looking at those boats, they're saying, Hey, you know, we need different rules for yes. boats that, you know, weigh over 5,000 pounds and that generate waves that are as big as, as an ocean. Yes. So, um, so transport Canada is very proactively, undertaking that right now, which is uh, amazing. And so we're working with them and our stakeholders on, on how to approach that for and how to impact it in a positive way. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's really good. And you're right. Those boats, like, you know, back in the day it was wooden boats and it was, you know, um, a little bit of a speed boat, but then they started making these specialized wake boats. Uh, Sometimes we see on lakes that probably shouldn't have them, um, some of these like almost ocean going vessels yes, and they create crazy wakes because they're, they're meant for big water, like Georgian Bay or Lake Simcoe or Lake Ontario. And they're on like a Lake Muskoka, which, you know, I'm, I'm not dissing anybody. So don't like, <laughs> I don't want to hear it, but what I'm saying is it, 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 it is different. And, and they're not made for these lakes. And then they put them on these lakes and it, it does cause the, it, it, well, it goes beyond the, the realm of 
reasonability in a sense, right? So yeah, the impact is is very different. And I guess if you wanted to get into that specific impact, we can we'll do that on that the, further. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna discuss that on the break. It's time for a quick break. So thank you for listening. My awesome guest and I are gonna come right back. It's Diana Piquette of Safe Chair of Safe Quiet Lakes. I almost forgot there, but it's okay. We don't mind making mistakes on here. And it's Chris Ocutsi, as you know, Chris O Show eighty eight seven FM the Bay, also MuskokaUnlimited.com. Don't forget to check them both out. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You're listening to Chris O's show on 88.7 FM, The Bay. Also, we'll be sharing it on MuskokaUnlimited.com. Don't forget to have a listen. If you missed the first half on the air, don't worry. It'll be online for you to listen later. I have a very special guest today, Diana Piquette, chair of Safe Quiet Lakes. And in the first half, we were talking about a whole bunch of wonderful stuff, which we're not going to recap. You just go back and listen. But <laughs> one of the things we were talking about is... You know, these new boats, these bigger boats causing uh, a tremendous amount of wake and waves that are way bigger than before. Um, And we wanted to go into a little bit and I'll ask you to go into it a bit on what kind of impact that has on our shorelines, on our lake beds, on the environment in general and the lakes in general. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, As you were saying, these these boats are larger boats. So we're not talking about sort of the typical boats that are out there, you know, doing water skiing or something. These are. Um, boats that are greater than 5,000 pounds that are created to to make um, waves that are massive for, mm-hmm. for wake surfing. And the effect of these boats um, is, is pretty substantial just because of the huge height and, and, and power of the waves that they create. So, for example, there's a lot of um, environmental issues on the shoreline itself. There are nesting birds. Mm-hmm. There are um, vegetation that, you know, when it gets hit by that excess of a wake will cause damage. So between the shoreline and the um, the nature and animals that live on the shoreline, there's a huge environmental uh, impact. And in addition to that, there's a huge impact at the lake bottom as mm-hmm. well. It's, it's really almost like a a tsunami effect where yeah. you've got this huge power being generated below. And so that will take plant life and, and fish and just push them out very far and very fast, which mm-hmm. can, I guess, really develop algae issues. It can yeah. affect um, fishing and, and fish life and all sorts of other things. And then the other thing is, is personal safety. There's, there's a lot that happens in that, close to shoreline, you know, whether that's 50 meters or a hundred meters where people are swimming, people are sitting on their dock, people are kayaking, people are paddle boarding and they're, they're um, canoeing. And so those areas close to shore, when those kind of excessive waves happen can really affect your sense of, of, of safety. um, I think I had mentioned that Um, Safe Quiet Lakes is a very data-driven organization. And one of the things in our last survey that we found was that people's perception of safety has dramatically changed over the last 10 years. And part of that, when we tracked, you know, who was doing what on the water, kayaking and paddling are up substantially. There's something that people didn't do as much of, you know, seven, eight, 10 years ago. So they've really increased because it's an affordable way for everybody to be able to enjoy the water. Right. And so because there's more people enjoying the water in that way. The sense of safety has changed because when you're in a big boat, you feel completely safe and in control. Nobody's yes. going to hurt you. Yes. But if you're 
on a kayak or a paddleboard and you have a big massive boat and a wave coming yeah. at you you have a, a real sense of of insecurity and, and fearfulness even so, even a fishing boat oh even absolutely. a small tinny fishing boat like yeah. an, a 10 horsepower or something or eight horsepower where you're you know it's it's so small exactly. you get hit by a big you're getting rolled over by a big wave right yes. so yes so so those are are big issues and then the other issue that has been brought up um is is property damage. Yes. Um, it's a big thing, bigger thing in the U S I guess, because they have a lot more of these boats and, and they get, you know, into litigation a little bit more than, than we do, yes. but the, the damage being created by huge waves crashing onto your dock. Yeah. hundred percent can be also uh, quite substantial. Yeah. A hundred percent. They can be. And, and like, we've seen it, we've noticed it. It's mm-hmm. not, yeah. So it's not just people swimming. It's not just paddle boarders. It's the, it's smaller boats. I mean, you know, people like to fish. And if you're an angler, you really want to see a healthy fish habitat or else you're going to have nothing to go do. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So um, I would think that anyone who's part of like, you know, the, the fishing uh, crowd they're you know, they want to see safe lakes. They want to see quiet. Well, they definitely want to see quiet lakes um, because that's when they get the fish. Right. And so there, I'm sure there, have you had any contact with people who are who are big anglers and stuff who have said, yeah, we support what you're doing. We want to protect all these habitats and whatnot. We hear from a lot of different groups and it's always very encouraging when we get, you know, emails thanking us for our work and then asking to, to participate in some way. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's good. So anyone who wants to participate, we'll do it now just so we don't forget. So it's safequietlakes.ca, I believe. It is. It's uh, safequiet.ca and you can email directly to chair at safequiet.ca. Perfect. I would be happy to talk to you. Perfect. And when we do the post on MuskokaUnlimited.com, we're going to do a little story on top of sharing the audio. And we will have those links in there uh, directly to Diana and to the website. So you could just click on those links and go there and uh, find that out. So we'll have that for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I just like telling people that because so then, they, oh, okay, I can go look for it. Right. Awesome. Um, that being said, um, what are we doing and what can be done to help protect and, um, I guess to help, uh, you know, mitigate the, the negative impact, what can we do to start, uh, you know, seeing these safe quiet lakes that, you know, we want to see out there? Well, I guess, um, the biggest solution is to do something, um, you know, legislatively to address the issue. And if you look at what's happening around the world, the, the one thing that's different about wakes that was different than when we sort of undertook decibels is that there's really no consistent solution anywhere. So, mm. so a lot of the, the states um, have put, put in very specific legislation around uh, large boats. There are uh, solutions around limiting the weight of a boat going into oh, okay. a lake. Um, there are limitations on uh, getting a license. So you can only put your boat into one lake per season. So you can't be sort of uh, moving Bouncing algae around. Okay. And, yeah, and moving algae and, and things from one lake to another. Ah, gotcha. There's been a lot of um, restrictions on the distance from shore that you can have these uh, large boats. And so um, the research from... University of Minnesota is suggesting 700 feet to a thousand feet from shore. Um, there's a lot of studies out there, but they're pretty consistent that it's 
you know, greater than 500 feet from shore gotcha. for the, the, the waves themselves to dissipate. The other thing that people have been looking at is depth of water. Yes. So um, a minimum of six meters or 20 feet. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Again, though. to sort of limit the the damage that's being done. So there are a number of, of states, Minnesota, New Hampshire, Florida has introduced absolute no wake zones, as has Texas. Interesting. Um, okay. Um, Germany probably has the strictest regulations because you actually are not allowed to do any kind of towing sports on any lake unless you have a, a permission to. So that's really, kind of the, yeah, that's kind of the extreme. But again, there's, um, I know, uh, Michigan, Connecticut, Georgia, Vermont are all right now considering a very far distance from shore regulations for, um, for excessive boats, uh, excessive wake boats. Gotcha. And that mm. makes sense to me because you're not saying don't do it. You're saying do it, you know, in a safe distance away from shore. Do it okay. in a safe depth of water. Yeah. You know, and I think, yeah, if I, and and like you said, there seems to be a consensus that 500 or more feet is the consensus. And, you know, some are a bit bigger number, some are a bit smaller number, but 500 or more is the consensus that you should be away. Yeah, and I think... Um, you know, that number is one that's being used in, in the U.S. We use meters. So, you know, does that mean 250 or 300 meters for us? And, yeah. and we really haven't fallen on what the specifics are. What we do know is that there's general agreement that there is damage being done when it's too close to shore. Gotcha. And, and even Transport Canada, by bringing out this new revised VOR, is saying we understand that this is a problem yes. and we're going to try to address it. So where we end up in terms of that that distance from shore or depth of water or weight of boat, whatever that lands up being um, is not yet determined. But the good news is that there's discussions about, you know, creating some legislation around it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And, and having those discussions and being open and bringing, like you said, because you're a data driven organization, um, bringing the data and, and, and then like you, and then the other cool part is on top of the, you know, the data that you bring, you have the support from thousands, like 6,000 plus people, um, and cottagers, um, that are saying, Hey, yeah, we want, we want to see some of these changes happen. And I'm mm-hmm. sure there'll be more people as you keep going and, we keep, <laughs> Absolutely. And, 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 and more people become aware of what's happening. Um, and I know we have about a minute left to go. Is there any final thoughts you'd like to share with the audience? Well, I guess um, have fun on the water, enjoy, and uh, and just be you know mindful and aware that there's a lot of people on the water enjoying it, and we're all enjoying it in different ways. And I think that's wonderful. Um, everybody on our board owns every type of, of, of boat and enjoys it in, in every way, including swimming. So enjoy and um, let's all be respectful and, and so we can all have the best possible experience. And on that note, that was a lovely sentiment. Everyone go out and be safe on the water. Enjoy the water. Be respectful of your neighbors and your fellow boaters and everybody else. And thank you, Diana Piquet, chair of Save Quiet Lakes. I'd like to mention that one more time. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you so much for having us today. Really appreciate it, Chris. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll we'll catch you again on the flip side. Again, 887FM-THE-BAY or MuskokaUnlimited.com, The Chris O Show. You know who you're listening to. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. 